0: Well I'm tripping major
1: nut back right now. Oh send
0: it and Welcome to the world
1: of winning. Hello and welcome back to an edition of the Switchback Formula One podcast. My name is Graham and joining me today, he took all my stickers off my car and I'm very upset with them. It's Luke Holmes. Hi Graham. Hi. How are we doing? Not too shabby. How are how are Ooh?
0: I am I'm okay enjoyed a nice i'm having a nice long weekend this weekend right? so i'm in a very good good place had the friday off and i'm off on the monday so mm. good good for me
1: I <laughs> well, saw so that yeah good good for me yeah someone has to say good for me before yes uh yes. did you take black uh, did you take a uh, friday after doing any black friday shopping
0: that was my idea mm-hmm. um I didn't actually do any Black Friday shopping because there was actually no deals on that sort of piqued my interest, but I ended up spending money on PlayStation controllers instead because the <laughs> PS5 controllers are shite. Yeah, so I hear. Uh,
1: yeah, I did a lot of my Black Friday shopping beforehand because like, mm. th- I felt like this year a lot of people had Black Friday week.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. Literally all the Black Friday stuff I bought was like the week before
1: yeah. it was already done. I feel like
0: that's new this year. It, it it was like a couple of days before last year and then this year it's just gone to a full week that well that's what it was on amazon anyway yeah
1: well amazon started there on the, the was the saturday was it the 19th or the 18th I think they started on the
0: 18th didn't they yeah i believe uh, it was the
1: 18th. they start with that i know i know i did some shopping at river Island, and they started the same thing it was a week beforehand
0: i, I don't get it it's, it's called black friday it's not black friday week it's black friday Cyber Monday. See, I thought just... we were just going to
1: get like cyber. I thought it we would just all go turn to cyber weekend, and then you have yeah. the whole like you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
0: Yeah, but uh... instead, everything's just—it's not even that much of a discount, really. it's The occasional decent thing, but nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. It's it can be up and down. Uh, I didn't get much. I got I got clothes mostly because I'm. I mean, this I'm at a point where I've had to. I start. I had to switch my this is a fascinating podcast i realized but i had to switch my uh wardrobe because uh, um I, I i used to run a double xl because i was a little heavier and now i'm uh quite a bit quite a bit lighter and lost a, a whole bunch of weight i have it's now back to an xl so i have to like i've had to like i spent the last year trying to like you know bring in clothes that now no longer fit me so i have to bring the clothes <laughs> that originally fit me back but i gave a lot of them away uh so yeah that's good though a good thing. It's a good problem, absolutely. I absolutely won't complain. Uh, so that was my Black Friday, anyways, and and the week before, I guess. Now, how do you stand on uh, Christmas stuff this time of year? Because uh, I was what out are the you about saying
0: Christmas stuff.
1: Um, mm. So like, and like general Merriman pulling up your tree. Uh, I was out yesterday. Uh, I, I was out on Saturday rather, and uh, I was at a shopping center, and there were some carolers, and there were some drums that were the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Must have been seven drummers drumming or something uh it <laughs> was the loudest thing in the world uh, I' no- i had noise cancelling earphones in and it was the loudest shit but obviously all the places are decorated of course for christmas uh so what's what's your what's your rule on this kind of thing what what do you what's, are you are you a grinch or what what's it, what's it like as
0: soon as it hits December graham I am all out mm. but until then it's a no, and my mum and my brother are currently putting up the Christmas tree and I have refused to take part because <laughs> it's not because it is not the first of december yeah
1: my rule for the tree is it, The last weekend in November Is, is my it, it rule It seems
0: to begin earlier there's a, there's a house I drive past on the way to work It's had it up since Halloween As soon as the Halloween decorations were down <laughs> November 1st day. Yeah, <laughs> it was great, fantastic I like Christmas but that's a bit extreme
1: That Yeah, I, I get
0: that's a little extreme
1: uh, Yeah, for, for me like uh, the last week the last weekend of of November is a little earlier this year like it, it's as early as it really could be because it started if you want to count Friday it on the 25th which is yeah. literally the latest it could be so that's so that's why it seems a little earlier I think than um, uh, I think some people realise because like yeah this is the last weekend of November it's uh, like we're sun- like it's a Sunday it's the 27th so like yeah. is it like as it what three well, actually 30 days it's Monday of the 28th yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank you for pulling me up so Excuse me. Yes, that's that's yes. So I I I put my tree up on the Friday. On I unfurled it, and Sunday will be will, will have been spent putting decorations up. So excited! Very very excited to have a new tree this year.
0: He. We've had the same tree since I was little.
1: <laughs> oh, you dars officially like, even when before it was um, I guess mainstream.
0: Yeah. Same tree. I don't know how it's still standing. I really don't. <laughs> it's lost that many artificial bits off it over the years it's it's still going it's still going strong it sounds like you need a new one it does but that's that's the bottom of the list of things that
1: need to be done <laughs> uh, i think much money you've saved over the 20 years or so that uh you didn't have to spend on a real tree yeah yeah anyway i, uh, <laughs> I bet uh quite enough ish weekend in f1 there was the Abu Dhabi post-season test which we'll get to and uh, F2 test which I'm very more interested in. To be fair, because it tells us a lot more about the upcoming F2 season. But uh, we'll start with uh, the the return. The prodigal son returns home. Daniel Ricciardo uh, confirmed as Red Bull's third driver. Of course, Helmut Marco let this slip. Really. Uh, well, we kind of knew it was. We you know the Mercedes thing eventually ran out of traction. It seemed, and the Red Bull things need to pick up a bit. And Marco let it slip, and then the Horner basically confirmed it without you know just you know, the contract to be signed. And contract once was signed during the week, and I have to say seeing Ricardo in red Bull colors again in that navy uh, it it just doesn't it look so right,
0: yeah I said this to my friend and when I seen the post I said it to him straight away and I was like yeah this is just how he should have been should have never left
1: there's there's a whole there's a whole conversation to be had about why he left and and the yeah, such. The is. uh you know and i and i and I still think the McLaren move was probably better for him than the Renault move. And I I know, even though he performed better at Renault, I say that because he actually managed to get a win at McLaren.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's weird how it sort of worked out. Yeah. He did better at one, but the one race win at McLaren was better than all of his achievements at Renault. It's weird.
1: Yeah. So like you can make a justification for, you know, leaving Renault when he did because A, obviously the, the Alpine dropped off in comparison to the 2020 Renault and McLaren was clearly the better one. And mm-hmm. Ricardo won a race. So as much as it ended poorly, I still think that was a fine career decision choice to make at the time. He just obviously didn't make the most of the opportunity. Uh, the Renault one obviously you could talk about as of one being the EYD Leaf, but the, I would put forward for that. Yeah, left? I put forward for that that the team was already becoming Max's and he could sense that. Uh, yeah. and look, I I um you you probably you watched F one, I watched F one when uh, you know, the the Weber Vettel thing kind of kind of hit. Uh, mm-hmm. And you, you you could you literally saw the team swinging to Vettel and Webber was done dirty at many different points either in terms of where the blame lay or for incidents or just oh, how so. he was treated in terms of yes availability of parts like you're referring to Silverstone 2010 uh, with the front wing that Vettel broke and then the uh, yeah they took they took uh, took Webber's wing. But
0: Not bad for a number two. The famous quote,
1: iconic, very iconic, uh, and obviously the, the 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 one I put forward, the, the blame. Obviously, the fact that the Vettel was solely to blame for Turkey, uh, really, and yeah, they did not want to uh, portion blame there. But I was very young in the Vettel um, Helmut Marco day, so yeah, obviously a lot's happened since. But like, I I understand why Ricardo left, and look, Renault were on the rise. They they shown trajectory from you know seventeen, eighteen uh, onwards. It obviously, didn't quite work out in the Well, even twenty, you could say he was somewhat uh, a somewhat interesting, but. I understand why he left, uh, and uh, yeah, so I I, I I get it.
0: And of course, the fat paycheck and working with Squirrel sort of is a, a no a no-brainer for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Not much else to say, really. Yeah, That's just Ricardo's. Uh, Ricardo's uh, confirmed for, for next year. At that, uh, I still wonder what will happen if down the road, if we what, what's that, What's there for twenty four? Perhaps, but um, I don't
0: think anything personally. But I am looking forward to the hashtag Red Bull content this year. Should be very interesting. Yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> all, year, all over sorry. the world.
1: He's gonna be all yes. over the world, and he's, he's doing some sim work as well as that. So. He will be mm. doing some some putting some leg work as well. So yeah, I'm happy for Ricardo he Look, see he, the smile on his face. It, like he called it returning home essentially, um, and he cited familiarity as a reason for for this move. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I'm looking at a picture now of him on Horner, and, and it just looks so right in.
0: Yeah, it looks like baby. he never left. Yeah, that's it's weird, idea. isn't it? He, he like he absolutely yeah. did leave, but yeah, five years, five years. That's that's mental. End of
1: 2018. Yeah. Nineteen, 20, twenty, twenty-one. Yeah, so four, four, four seasons have been completed since then. Mm,
0: yeah, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: pretty wild to think about. Uh, this next piece of news is more so more so coming up because it could be uh, could be relevant in the week. We were kind of expecting a weekend announcement that Mattia Bonotto was uh, possibly resigning. From mm. his uh, Ferrari position, it didn't come on the weekend, as, a, as a, at least as it happened, as has happened so far. I can't imagine it will now at this stage either. Over, not, this, not over today. this weekend, not, not, not as not as we record this on the Sunday, but uh, it could very much uh, be something that occurs during the week or on the Monday uh, when you listen to this. Uh, there were some uh, most.com and other places reporting that uh, uh, Bonotto, uh the, the speculation ramping up that he's uh, set to resign. Uh, and there's also a piece that came out at the same time, uh, Jonathan Noble from Motorsport.com talking about uh, Benotto admitting basically a difficult time dealing with F1 criticism. So, uh, look, no, as we talked about very, we talked about very briefly with uh, the Fred Versor link last last week, but uh, this seems like it's going to be happening. It, it feels like it feels like it's going to be coming i feel like if it wasn't i think maybe i maybe fry maybe do you think fry could have maybe doubled down on, on the post like they on a statement like they did in abu dhabi last week
0: They could have done but i don't think it would have done any good really i think is like you said last week there's no smoke without a fire so it's i think it's done
1: yeah, based on reporting, it feels like that's where it's heading. We'll see where it goes. But in the event that I know we're dealing with a hypothetical here, but in the event that uh, you know Bonotto does resign, before we look at his potential replacements, uh, I guess how do you how do you feel about that? How do you how do you uh, how do you rate Bonotto's tenure at Ferrari if this is indeed uh, the end?
0: I think it's a year too soon, personally. Now this season hasn't been as good as I wanted it to be but at the same time we've still made progression so I don't see why him resigning would be a benefit to the team it's sort of a a trigger movement to sort of satisfy people why we didn't do as well as what maybe people expect based on the first few races but saying that another year just to see where the 23 car would have been and if we could have made progression up to the front very front of the field and been the dominant car throughout the entire season would have been nice to see but yeah it's, it's, it's a tough one it's a tough one because he's been there for so many years it's I'd be sad to see him sort of go in that in that respect but at the same time I understand why John Elkham probably or whatever his name is sort of is pushing for this thing to happen really because I've read that he's lost all confidence mm-hmm. in him and the relationship with Charles is fractious and it's uh, something that they they've got to keep Charles in mind he's the the main star of the team so if Charles is unhappy then something needs to be done
1: yeah it, it really did feel like that Leclerc's belief in the team it seemed to take uh, whether they, I part the, I don't think he'd admit this publicly of course but it took us I think it took a serious hit or his belief was shaken rather I guess maybe a better way to put it I'm sure it could be recovered but uh, I'd say his belief maybe in the team was shaken a bit uh, it, it's just it's a shame it would be a shame because Bonato, uh, it's been he's been a, br- a breath of fresh air at Ferrari because mm. you know it's been very much a kind of um I guess I guess i the word I use maybe is machiavellian kind of thing a Ferrari yeah. beforehand. Uh, I know I know I know I know Domenico I guess wouldn't technically fall under that but uh you know like I I do think do you think perhaps things took a hit, not even from Benotto's side but when um there was a Marqueone, when Sergio Marchione uh passed away. Yeah. He was the he was an iron fist,
0: yeah, huge, huge player, huge player in the Ferrari land of Ferrari.
1: Yeah, I I do think some of their issues probably start with that, but but not I would say with Bonato, I think you're probably right. Is, I think in one sense it probably is a year too soon. Uh, you know, they ultimately did bring themselves. Obviously, you, you look back for their, where they were in twenty twenty. And you know they were they were for half the season they were just as quick if not quicker at some points than the, the the you know the, the the car that won won the title. Uh, there is a few few reasons apparently. Uh, some other details that apparently reported being coming out is that the Ferrari sacrificed engine power for reliability as the season went on, and that's why they kind mm-hmm. of part of the reason why they fell away a little bit, uh, which would make sense.
0: Yeah, it would make sense. Obviously, I, I've read this morning that they have been working a hell of a lot on designing or redesigning the engine parts to make them more efficient and more reliable for 2023 under the thunder the engine regulations and all the freezing Mm -hmm. stuff that's been brought into place over the last year or so right so you you can work on
1: you work on your edge for reliability sake but not for performance sake
0: yeah which is what the way i would have done it personally yeah i reckon
1: that'll be a I think that'll be a big uh that'll be a big story i think even between either next year or 25 or 24 and 25 possibly and
0: yeah
1: mercedes are going to be a little bit i think they're, i think they're going to be pissed at themselves for in a sense making the engine so incredibly reliable Good. you know
0: yeah he, he's going to hurt them in the long run yeah that... it would have been i alluded this in a previous it led, i alluded to this in a previous podcast that the the sacrifice of blowing a car up every now and again would be more beneficial than being a mediocre car for the next three years, uh, engine for the next three years. Sorry. Hmm.
1: So, but also, I think, yeah, it's, but in the, same, in the same sense, I feel like, you know, if you know he's not going to be your man going forward, then why waste a year when... That's the
0: thing, isn't it?
1: He's on the way, like, why not get your replacement in earlier if this is always going, if this is going to be where you are, you know, if you're going to be in the same situation, basically 12 months from now.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, personally, I've never thought he was the right person to lead the team. I, I don't see him as a team principal. Like, when you say team principal, you there's a certain, like, characteristic that a person's got to have. And, like, Toto Wolff or Christian Horner, they've got that characteristic where I'm like, right, they're the man, they know what they're doing. Nobody doubts they are the leader in that team. Whereas Benotto, I'm just like, well, it doesn't really seem like he's that kind of person. He's more... I think he would have been better staying on the design aspect part of the team but still being like the the head of aerodynamics or something like that someone else should have been above him rather than him being the team principal i mean you look you can look
1: at it from that from that point of view Like he doesn't have maybe the iron fist that maybe yeah wolfen and horner can wield but i guess look there's different kinds of leadership at the same time there is um, is. some people respond differently to different leadership uh, so you know there's there's that to be said for that as well obviously like that's part of, like you know there has been a clear improvement on the as well if you go if you look back from the, from the 2020 season there's been a steady improvement and quite a a, a big jump up obviously this from this year to uh from last year to this year and i think I think that's you know i think it's easy to forget where they were at this point last year as well so you know they it have is. they have made significant steps but i guess you know if you if you do feel if you feel like a party of ways coming eventually then Maybe you're you're better off at just getting it done there. So we'll see what happens with uh, Bonato during during the week. Yes, uh, I guess very quickly. I we I think we're assuming that the the person that who would come in to replace him is Fred Vassor. Uh He's not the person I would like, but yes, I I'm fascinated. I love it. Lo- I I I kind of really like Fred Vassor. Uh So do I. I,
0: are, I I want him there, but he's not the person I would really really like.
1: I think he's quietly one of the bigger players in the paddock but He's just he's an alpha Romeo, so I guess maybe either now we've how many times have we've read you know printed quotes from um from Vissor on things? His viewpoint is very usually very interesting, uh, but yeah, uh, he's I mean, he does seem to have a, a, a significant amount of respect in the paddock, it, it really does feel like that. So I would love to see him in Ferrari, obviously, he would re re uh, link with uh, Charlie Leclerc, of course, they've they worked in there in some junior days there as well, so. I'd be fascinated. I really would. I, I would really like that appointment for Ferrari. I really would.
0: So would I. I. I would like it very much. And I would like to see how he would get on in such a... Uh, it's, a, what, like four times the size of our frame now, if not more? <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to see how he'd get on in that kind of environment. But there is there is one man who's free at the end of the year, Graham, and I'm, I'm, I really want Ferrari to bring him back. <laughs> I wonder who this could be. Take a guess. Is it squirrel of beetle? It's not squirrel of beetle Oh, it's
1: not. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going for. No, I'm oh. being deadly
0: serious with this one. Uh you're hardly going to
1: suggest Flavio, are you? No,
0: no. Could you, could you no. imagine? That would be very interesting. I don't think F1 would be a I, very I alpine. I don't think <laughs> F1 would allow that. No, no. <laughs>
1: uh so uh, what, a current team, like a, a principal. A He's team not principal. a current team
0: principal. He was um, in, He was involved in a team that was very successful in the two thousands, and he's leaving a role within the F one system, shall we say, oh, at the end of the year.
1: So he, he must work for the FIA. He does. Uh, it's de- It's not. No, it's not Ross Braun.
0: Hmm. It is Graham.
1: Is Ross von leaving at the end of this year?
0: Yes, he's leaving at the end of the I,
1: year. Wow. I. I think we talked you about could, it, but I completely you forgot the racist
0: video on on Ferrari. Okay. No. Whatever yeah nice. apparently um braun is leaving at the end of the year so wow they they suggested reuniting the dream team of uh john todd and ross braun but yeah, just... not, not not so much john todd for me but i would like to see ross braun back at ferrari that would be an interesting one
1: uh, people will be very, like I, people get very upset between team moves and fia stuff because of how oh, much yes. how much information is uh is well, you know, a... but with the REM, the FIA have available to them like all teams. And I, I I throw back even to I, do, I know there's a conference for a controversy between that Mercedes employee earlier this year, uh, just, just, just left, <laughs> yeah. That literally was announced this week as leaving, yeah. Uh, the one that caused a particular spat a few years ago was the March of Bukowski uh, uh, move that saw him go from the FIA to Renault at the
0: time, yeah. And current Ferrari vice team principal, Laura Meckies, was at the FIA. In, like, 2017, 2016? Yeah. So, and he's number two at Ferrari though, so yeah, yeah, I guess you have to throw his name into the hat as well.
1: Yeah, team, teams may make big stink about when, when this happens, so...
0: Yeah, he could be a surprise sort of name in the Ferrari team principle move. That would be very backwards, but I don't think he's the right man personally, but not mm. yet, anyway.
1: Anyway, look, this is also speculation, of course. Like, we don't know, but, like, we 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 could go and, uh, you know, Bonotto's still there, but, yeah... Uh, we'll see. But the reporting of the weekend seems to suggest that it's not, not looking great. Uh, and, of course, I guess it's point to mention that. He's, he's looking It's about resignation, not, you know, a sacking.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he's being pushed that way. But, yeah, he's sort of like being sort of given a helping hand out the door rather than him just resigning off his own back completely.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, also, based on this, if sword does go to Ferrari, what does this mean for Teo Chair? His his way in at Alfa Romeo sort of goes up in a puff of smoke there.
1: I still think his destiny would be in his own hands.
0: I, I, I do agree with that, but do you think Fred's like, get him in a Ferrari? <laughs> uh,
1: when's uh, signed when's to have a contract? Two years?
0: Two years. Shootout between Schwarzman, Portier and Behrman, or off of Leclerc. God. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God, that's going to be forced, isn't it, in a few years? If... if all few old, years. Doing well You're going to hear that F2. next year.
1: Oh, God. You know you, you know you are. Well, yes. We'll
0: get to
1: that. Uh, yeah, seeking other feeder categories. Um, this happened over the week of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, but there was, was so much happening last week, we kind of pushed it back. But F1 announces an all-new female F1 Academy series for 2023. Now, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. When it was being reported, but it was announced... Over the weekend, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, uh, so I'm reading from and Luke Smith. Uh, so, new is aimed at increasing levels of female representation on the grid's F1 feeder series, helping them progress towards the top of, of the racing pyramid. The Formula 4 level series will start in 2023. A 15-car grid that will have five teams entering three cars. These teams will be existing outfits across the F2 and F3 grid. Uh, racing over seven rounds that we made up over three races, like uh, which with one round likely to be on an F1 weekend. Yeah, a couple of things that uh, uh oh, some little bits and bobs. Uh, the driver budget capped 150,000. Uh, 150, so, and the FIA, I believe, is, uh, is paying for these. I believe, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the car, it's basically, I would say, it's a Formula 4. Close to a car, uh, so that is a standard chassis uh, comparable to entry level categories. Turbocharged four cylinders, hundred sixty five horsepower, thirteen uh, inch Pirellis, uh, and the they they actually tweeted the uh, posted the the actual pyramid. So like you have F one, F two, F three, and then the F one Academy under the... Of course, W series I believe is not an FIA uh, series. I believe it's no, private, it's not. so that's why it's not there on the uh, on that uh, on that pyramid. Uh, Domenicali, of course, uh, sorry, the, the the gap, or sorry, the statement from F1 uh, on this is uh, during assessments of the barriers young females face with entering the F1 pyramid, it became clear they do not have the same amount of experience as their male counterparts, counterparts at the same age. The goal is to fill this gap and offer them access to more track time, racing, and testing. This, uh, they will grow by working with professional teams who are renowned in motorsport for nurturing young drivers, who will help them develop the crucial technical physical and mental preparations uh that, that's part of the statement from that so uh sorry f1 also obviously like, one of the things I was talking about like what does this mean for the w series because obviously it has financial trouble but uh the uh so f1's it's on this f1 said uh, it quote aims to develop and prepare young drivers to progress to high levels of competition including w series formula three formula two and formula one The W Series continues to provide a great platform for drivers, and the F1 Academy is intended to add an extra route for the next generation of young female drivers who will race in an environment that will allow them to gain fundamental experience thanks to a great amount of track time. Now, this is what Dimitale had to say. Everyone should have an opportunity to follow their dreams and achieve their potential, and Formula One wants to ensure that we are doing everything we can to create greater diversity and routes into this incredible sport. That's why I'm delighted to announce the F1 Academy that will give young female drivers the best chance to fulfill their ambitions through a comprehensive programme. That supports their racing careers and gives them everything they need to move into F three, hopefully into F two and the pinnacle of, of uh, the pinnacle of Formula One. The more opportunity there is, the, there is the better, and this is designed to provide another route for for drivers to succeed. Now, uh, this was met, I would say, mostly positively. I know there are some flaws in the system. Yes, and there are some flaws with this, uh, with this, with this series, feeder series that they've announced here. So, uh, I know you have some some thoughts. So, why don't you why don't you get started on this one?
0: It, it, I like the idea of it. It's it's great that we've got more options for the female drivers to get get a chance with. Really, because there isn't really much apart from W series or or just going against guys in the lower junior categories like yeah, you know, what Formula Renault and formula british formula four i want to say and all the other
1: yeah and there's a one or two that they were in the Formula regional european by alpine this year as well
0: yeah but my main issue is the fact that jamie chadwick who has dominated w series since it began couldn't get a seat in f3 so i don't see how this new formula one academy series is going to sort of help them get into formula three if you know what i mean it just doesn't seem to be there isn't no sort of link. Obviously, they're going to be working with the teams that are in Formula 2 and Formula 3. I just don't see how someone as talented as Jamie isn't getting the chance and is having to go over to Indie Lies to prove herself over there and try and get funding from a team or a, a backer over there, but yet can't get a seat in Formula 3, even if she's got what all the prize money from W Series and still it isn't enough. So mm. th- there's something wrong... There, I'm. I hope I'm wrong. I really, really do, because I would love to see some 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 form of progression, whether it's W Series to Formula Three or Formula One Academy to W Series. That sort of link would be great to see. But at the moment, I just can't see it possibly working. Obviously, we're going to see more of it when it's actually in action. Mm. But that that's my main sort of takeaway from it. I'm, I'm very interested to see what tracks they are actually going to as well, because that could be sort of the B and end B of B of be all an end all of it, to be honest. But if they go to street circuits and the actual race format's terrible, then, eh, could be, could be a bad one to start off with. Sort of do the opposite to what W Series have done would be a good start.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you in the sense that I was, one of my thoughts as well was that uh, it's the to progress like the progression from W Series then to what is what I would be concerned like that that's been like I would. The thing I would say is that the like I like this opportunity thing is great. Like you know, we want a system in place where when the right driver and a driver that's, you know, actually good enough to get to Formula One, uh, you know, that everything's in place for her to do that. Uh yeah. and Again, there's just such a gap from the W series to the 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 latter, the F two, the F three. So I I'm with you. That that would, that would be one of my concerns as well. Um, and I do the thing I I try to take away from this is like this is fifteen extra seats that you wouldn't like you know that didn't exist before. We know we talk about F one how limited seats are. So the fact that this is a, you know an F one on the F one pyramid, uh, and it's you know fifteen seats. That that's a that's a that's a great thing immediately off the bat the fact that there are fifteen seats fifteen opportunities for young female drivers to come in and you know I, I guess they would I I you know I I know there's the F three uh, you know the 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 pyramid here the F three is next but I imagine their 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 actual next step is more I'd say more likely uh, W series than an F three would be my my take on that my my view on that that they're there. They're basically they're shooting out for a potential W Series drive rather than an F3, even though they might be working with the you know they because the, the, ultimately they're they're now they're if they're for an F3 seat they're also competing with the people from like you say Formula Renault Formula Four and Formula Regional European presented by Alpine.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's drivers like Alex Dunn in Formula Four who can't get a seat in Formula Regional presented by Alpine, then then there's an issue because that guy is hella talented and he's struggling to get a seat. So, yeah. I don't see how it's gonna sort of link up, but saying that, working with the teams from Formula Two and Formula Three sort of gives them gives them an option. They've got the foot in the door in that sense. They get to know the drivers and understand what they're like as a person, and that that's all good stuff for the future. In case it comes back where they actually are in the frame for a seat in Formula Two or Formula Three. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what they there are five teams. What teams do you think these might be? Uh, I and have to saying, guess ART definitely would be would be one of them.
0: ART, Prima, yeah. those two have got the biggest budgets in Formula 2 and Formula 3, so mm-hmm. I, I would imagine it's definitely them two. And of other cars, this, of course,
1: in uh, other categories as well.
0: Yeah. I want to say high-tech, because they're everywhere, so I don't see why they wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trident, and then maybe Dams, but I don't. I'm not too sure on Dams, seeing as they've only just got new owners and stuff, so maybe not.
1: Yeah, I maybe have to get maybe Van Am- Van Amersfoort might be one of
0: them. Yeah, I was going to say one of the one of them one of the Dutch teams, MPO Van Amersfoort. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would make sense actually. Uh, my my also my
1: other concern is that will we see these teams take existing W Series drivers? If it is a case like you said, like you know you you talked about the kind of curiosity of what weekend this falls on. Do mm. we think that to avoid congestion, we're going to have? like potentially have f1 uh and maybe one of if not both of f2 or f3 and then do we either get one f1 academy or one of w series like how is this going to work and do w series and f1 academy cross over together and if they don't are we then just going to see people who race in w series end up in the f1 academy and then
0: it's an age limit right
1: uh, then we've got uh people who are uh, out of uh out of sync, so to speak. Uh, age limit. But I'm. Let me, I don't. Know, I didn't see. I want to say
0: sixteen. I the... want to say sixteen. I could be wrong on that.
1: I have. I, no, I didn't see that myself because I did see. Uh. I think I did see
0: i could I could be very wrong on that but...
1: S- that that does seem yeah i i would say that that does seem a little out there i would i would i would thought maybe
0: not not that <laughs> this series would have been perfect for juju noda to step into before w series She she was sort of like a big name across the female scene before she sort of stepped into w series and sort of stalled in w series i want to say because she's not really living up to the her potential she's not really got the the team around her to do it i don't think well it's nothing against the team but I think she could have... She went from go-karts to basically straight into W Series. It's a bit, a bit mm. of a jump. It's um Well, not go-karts. It, there was a, a single seater in there, but to go from what she was in to what she's in now, is a huge jump. And if you watched Top Gear uh, last weekend, anybody... You would have <laughs> Still? Seen... <laughs> Top Gear is great, Graham. I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's they, they sort of did a feature on um, young drivers who don't get the opportunity, mm-hmm. and they were sort of given a, a race car they were basically given an opportunity with mclaren to race a mclaren and they went from a mazda mx5 to a mclaren and they couldn't handle it they had eight weeks to learn and it was just such a huge jump so i'm sure other drivers would sort of suffer the same
1: right issue this is the problem this is and this is leads to my next point which, uh, because uh one of the one of the one of the hurdles i think for for uh, I I want to be careful how we hear. Uh, one of the hurdles I think in up the ladder is the fact that the cars are so much more difficult to drive because there's no power steering in F two or F three. Yeah, and that that becomes then you know a, an issue because the cars are just that more difficult to drive. So we've seen we've seen uh the likes of Calderone and Sophia flourish struggle in f2 and f3
0: and yeah, but then as soon as they go over to like le mans or something like that they're fine
1: yeah With so the power,
0: where there's power steering the perfectly fine
1: so do you think is that something f2 and f3 or the fia need to take away from or make you know take give power steering to f2 and f3 because it's it was obviously it's, it's a it, obviously there's power steering in, in f1
0: maybe maybe it's it's all up to the next gen of F two and F three cars, isn't it? When that sort of comes into it, but I I do like it being raw though. It it sort of makes it interesting, I think. So, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be under consideration when it eventually comes to the next generation of cars. Either way, because obviously you've sort of got to think to the future. Not everyone's going to be able to sort of handle the strength needed, especially on like street circuits. Maybe normal circuits, I think you will be all right on, but like. Street circles like Baku or Monaco, you're going to struggle because it's such a change of direction in such a short space. It's is very tough on your body. It's like they're like like the even like, and I say like I
1: try, I, I I would I would I guess I just go back and say like the these cars are hard for the current drivers to drive. You know, they they put in a lot of work in the gym. And they're still like they still can still have difficulty driving. they're they're clunky cars, they're heavy cars. they're especially in f two F 3 is, I think is a little more streamlined, but the F two machine is not an elegant, I would say especially an especially elegant thing uh, it's, Definitely not. it's not it's not it's a handful to drive and you know it's it's, it's tough. like we've seen people come in and they just struggle with the F2 car. It's a difficult piece of machinery. I, I, in some ways, I think it's more difficult. The I think, I almost think, something, in some ways, F2 is more difficult than F1 in, in terms of driving the car. The only thing I'd say that's tougher about driving the F1 car is obviously, you get used to the traction, but just the engine movement, mapping and settings. Uh, you don't have to worry about losing the car in F1 if you stall or spin and then retiring from the race. The tyres are so much more finicky than in F1. Uh, it's The aerodynamics aren't as strong, obviously, as well.
0: And then, obviously, you've got the, the temperatures... Right, no blankets. Your body get you get body gets exhausted, normally, in a high, working environment. Never mind chucking a lot of temperatures on it, and then of course you've got the tire temperatures on it as well, which you were just referring to. It's a, it's a lot of work, hell of a lot of work. But, it, I, I we could be wrong, so I'm not going to make. Any sort of oh yeah, things. look.
1: I like. I yeah. again. I, I think. You know, I want. To say, I would, it's a shame we are not getting Jamie Chadwick, who's like the best female driver we've had. For in a long time, I uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Talent
0: wise, anyway, like she just stands out. She just clearly has what it takes, and just isn't. Even with the backing of an F one team, just doesn't seem to be. Who doesn't seem to be interested in giving her an opportunity somewhere?
1: Yeah, I. I you know, I, I really think she could come in and do a job in the F three. I really do.
0: Yeah, yeah, said so I. And I we've said that I, most we, of the year. We we were both so 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 surprised that she wasn't in Formula Three this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't necessarily think she would have been at the front, but I wouldn't say she'd have been in the mix, at least for points.
1: I mean, like, it doesn't even necessarily in the like, right team. The thing with F three is we saw that last year in last year's uh, F three title was that like Hauger and Dewin were nowhere their rookie seasons, mm. and yeah, they, and no, second no. season they made they made the jump.
0: That's that's usually the case, isn't it? That you get the occasional drivers that just come in and walk it straight away, and then mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, there is a driver that you think, "Oh God, he's awful." Like when I first started watching Formula Two, Calamilo was pants. But yeah. the first race I watched was Monza, where he took pole in a in a I want to say, yes, something like that. Yeah, and then he did nothing for the rest <laughs> of the year. And then the next year, he was in Virtuosi and was fine for the title. Yeah. So it says it all.
1: Um. So like so like as we as we talk about there are some problems with uh, I guess there are problems with life after the F one academy I think that's more so what we're getting at um like do so like the I guess conversation need to had like you know is there a, a, can the W series end up taking like is Abby pulling are we going to see Abby pulling for example in F one academy, and, F1 academy.
0: Uh, and
1: W series. <laughs> uh, you know, like, so are we going to see people possibly taking seats up that way from taking opportunities away from other, like some of the younger female drivers? Is that going to be something we see? Uh, is our, should the FIA disc- uh, debate whether to give power steering to F2 and F3 cars to help uh, drivers coming in? You know, all, I you know that's a, that's a question for another day. But I, I think the bottom line is that we've got 15 seats that we didn't have previously, all for female drivers, all to show The capability, like and look, I uh, your your title winner or whatever, you know. I want what like the progression from here, like you know that I unless F one is paying unless F one is paying for those F three seat the champ for the champions F three seat. Um, where do they go? You know, so like again, they've got a good platform. For giving opportunity, but the, I think the I think the larger problem is where do they go from there? I think that's yeah, I that's think that's issue, that's I that's the I think that's ultimately what we're boiling this down to is where where do we go afterwards? Because like oh, you, like you said, <laughs> like I said, w, like Chadwick is kind of stuck at the moment, and yeah, yeah he's I
0: think having to prove herself across seas in a championship that isn't as good as F three or F two, I want to mm. say not as so much F three, definitely not as good as F two, but. It, sh- it shouldn't be like that. So hopefully, this everyone academy sort of pushes everything in the right direction. Is my hope. Yeah. Anyway,
1: it's not. It doesn't solve the problems, but I think it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. So Definitely. yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, apologies if anything we phrased was not, uh, I guess, elegant. It's a. It's a tricky. It's a tricky thing to talk about and be, I guess, politically
0: correct in some ways as well. Yeah. You've got to say try and say what you think but not piss off the wrong people yeah <laughs> intent- none of our intentions was to piss off anybody yeah We're just trying to sort of say what we think main issues are it's a, t- it's a discussion really it's not really the any hatred anywhere or anything like that no of course not like it's you know like we've seen we want to see the females this is what my my main point is i want to see jamie and f3 and things like that and see more like abby pulling and stuff like that, making the jump like they deserve to
1: yeah Absolutely. I actually did see I actually did see a I was reading a potential uh, I was reading a I think on therace dot com about uh Formula E testing. I saw Ali Pulley's name there uh, in the in possible contention.
0: Yeah, I I saw that. That that would be an interesting step, sort of sort of a sideways step Was sort of a, a big jump. I think didn't we talk about earlier this year maybe like someone like Alice
1: Powell or something going to like or like something yeah, like that yeah. going to uh to W2 Formula e. like why Just don't
0: slap in the face to Jamie but why Why?
1: yeah well it depends if you see Formula E as a better long term gig than you know well, it's Indy, than Light Indy Lights slash going up to IndyCar which is obviously a massive well, step above te- te- Technically
0: e. we've, we've got an, a Formula E driver coming to F1 before an IndyCar driver Graham so <laughs> true true uh, but like why don't we see more I
1: guess why don't we see more of uh, female drivers linked with formula e
0: don't do is it. it's this strange
1: like i feel like we should shouldn't we
0: yeah with it being an fi i say it's, it's well yeah it's definitely an FIA championship it's, because yeah it's changed a couple of years ago yeah but i don't know like those cars don't seem that complicated to drive it's funny how they didn't put them on that on that sort of bracket level
1: yeah like i, I don't think like when i say that i say complicated like i don't think there's like i think they've got power steering
0: yeah, the 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 scale should have been F1, Formula E, Formula Two, Formula Three. Yeah, not, yeah. Because obviously, Tickton went to Formula E. So. <laughs> Done a good job, hasn't he? Well, it's sort of the team isn't it? We sort of alluded to that. It's not really the teams are sort of not great in Formula E unless you're with one of the top teams. And obviously, mm. the, there are as many flaws with Formula E that we are. They've they've got rid of the main one, so that's all I'm happy about. Yeah. Uh by fan
1: boost. <laughs> yes, uh, again, like I am interested to see the new the new gen 3 cars
0: I really am. Um, yeah, I'm interested to seeing them without wheel covers.
1: Yeah, isn't it weird? Like, isn't it funny that the transition? I'm glad you said this because like, there's the, the uh, isn't it? Wouldn't it be weird to see F1 with uh, wheel covers and mud guards essentially, and then formally ditch them? It's it, I don't know. It's pretty yeah. pretty funny. These are literally the yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Feeding on well for that, obviously. We talked very briefly last year, last week about the uh, the uh, the the idea that F1 was considering uh, wheel arches at the rear tires to help with spray. Uh, there's a piece on therace.com from Ed Straw, and there's a illustration by uh, Rosario was Juliana, who, uh, who's their illustrator for the tech kind of things, uh, looking at the, what the spray would be like if, uh, you know, you had a mug got on the rear. Uh, the problem with this is, uh, A, it's another piece of debris that could fly off at contact. Uh, B, is it something that's going to be on the cars all the time? Is it just for wet? west uh, west running uh, and if so what's the time frame to actually attach one of these during a pit stop uh, it's it's the i I've still sort of exactly the same thing uh, with the last week it's it's I think it's just the wrong solution to a problem that you know what the problem is
0: yeah sort of what what if the chances of it's going to rain we're just going to stick these on and hope it does rain and then it reduces the amount of spray and then if it doesn't, what well, if it rains mid race? Like you say, it, it just oh, it's just so stupid. It's going to look awful. It's going to be awful. And the problem is quite easily get rid of Pirelli and get someone else in, and we won't have this fucking problem.
1: Uh, Pirelli have uh, confirmed F1 test plans in the off season uh, for their for their wet and dry tyres. Uh, this is on racefans.net with uh, Claire Cotton and Ida Wood. Uh, obviously we we're going to be talk about post-season testing obviously they were testing 233 23 compounds and obviously in the dry uh there's going to be further tests uh between now and the start of the season uh first one test to keep a place the paul ricard uh from the 3rd and 4th of december with Alpha romeo running a wet and intermediate compound tires ferrari will do the same at their fiorano test track two days later then alfa Tari will test slick tires at the algarve in Portimao uh in the 14th 15th of december no running will take place in January, but Powercar will host a further test over s- the first four days of next February. Mercedes will take the first two days running slick tyres before Avatari take over to run wet weather rubber over the, next, uh, over the next two days. And then Aston Martin will join Mercedes at Jerez, a nice, F one back at RF, even for testing. Nice, uh, for seventh to eighth of February for further slick testing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I I find that I find this this quote from uh, Pirelli's chief F one engineer Simone Berra uh, hilarious, um, because obviously only half the teams are taking taking you take, take part, of course. So he he said yeah, he said, uh, uh, we asked the availability of them, and some of them replied.
0: <laughs> Imagine that some of
1: there them some. replied which means half if not or like maybe i say they say three or four teams didn't bother applying to a, a, an f1 pirelli test um Berra also says we will work mainly on the intermediate and wets because for us it's the best period of the year to test in cold temperatures and in representative conditions we have a couple more tests for slicks and the new, for new specification for mm. 24 24 okay. um uh, then it says here How Pirelli's wet weather tyres Perform in extreme conditions has become a point of discussion recently Heavy race forced The uh, Japanese Grand Prix FIA noted Quote The analysis of tyre performance Of wet weather conditions Was ongoing Between the FIA technical department And the official tyre manufacturer um, Again I, I think that's It's ridiculous To think about Changing your cars Before you change your tyres uh, which would you know it's the problem. Uh, there were some quotes on this uh, piece from Ed Straw from um is uh, Nicholas Tumbassus, the head of the FIA F one technical department. Uh do, 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 do. Uh, so we talked about how he confident he was for twenty twenty four. Uh again talk about, talking about they talk about bug guards, talk about C F D simulations with it. Uh, I just think it's I just, I just think it's this, I think it's just nonsense, honestly. I the the problem is there for everyone to see like the, the 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 drivers have been complaining about tires in some way or fashion for a long 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 time uh, you know you talk to classic drivers i guess like i, for, I guess when uh, mark webber fernando alonso they are like it's the bridgestones were by far the best uh, the best tire to have like, if you talk about comparison like the end of like 2009 and and 2010 like there's there is just no difference between, like there's a sorry i say there's no difference there's a, a there's anything but no difference between uh, Bridgestone and and Pirelli making their one tires. It's 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 just silly.
0: It, it feels like every every podcast we do at the minute is just a slating Pirelli. They're a
1: joke. They're act.
0: just they're just a joke. They are. They really are. They're, they're so are just bad. bad. They, they must be paying Formula One a hell of a lot to be, to be on the grid. They really, really must be because honestly, we shouldn't At this level of most, part, we should not be having this level of. Issues, or shall we say, where tires tend to blow up randomly, or we're struggling to see because the spray is that bad. Yeah,
1: it's just eh. the 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 tires thing is like like surfaces changes changing whatever. Yeah, but yeah. we've ha- like it's not like we've not had like it's not like it's not like wet weather running and like or extreme wet conditions have appeared in the last three years. You know, like what do you mean they have. <laughs> <laughs> like we've had wet races for like as, as beginning of time. It's. Why is this a problem? Like, the, the, you know what the problem is. You know what the problem is. It, you, did, did, was this problem? Was this? Does this problem exist for, for being? Uh, I don't, no, I don't want to say ten years ago because we saw the parade then. But you know, did this problem exist in the two thousands where we it was unraceable uh, because your tire was so shit? Bridge uh, don't know what they were doing. Michelin knew what they were doing until USA 2005, but that's a, that's a, that's a, different, that's a different thing. That's a, that's a resurfacing right there.
0: Iostone. Don't oh. have this issue in IndyCar.
1: No, it gets pretty well in IndyCar sometimes. Heck, Very Indianapolis. Rare. Look at that.
0: Oh, are driving around on slicks. Now, that was that,
1: Yes, that was ludicrous.
0: <laughs> it was ludicrous, but he still had grip. Yeah. He wasn't sliding off into a wall straight away, was he? Oh. And I mean, that was. Torrential rain, but still managed to keep it on the track. You couldn't do that with Pirelli's, you'd be in the wall within two seconds, which wouldn't happen.
1: There was a podcast on the race that talked about this very briefly with Gary Anderson, their Four F4 and um Tech. Uh, uh, oh gosh, what was his role? He was very he was very prominent, anyways, in in tech for for Jordan, anyways. And uh, I, I, his oh wow, his, his titles blanked on me. Jeez, uh, but he's talking, he 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 had to say exactly the same viewpoint, basically that like you know questions about the safety of the wheel covers at the back and the, you know putting them on and the such and when do you put them on? And because of course he said and I he, he said as well like rain can hit any time. Like Nicholas Tombassus here is talking about you know how you fit them like either before a session or during a red flag. Like do we have to are we like uh, I'm sorry, do we have to red flag every wet session because we have to fit mud guards to the rear, essentially? Um yeah. and he talked about basically how F1 cars are already perfect vehicles for clearing water because it just passes underneath them. Yeah. Like they're perfect um I think you call them vacuum cleaners essentially is what I think yeah, he's that's that's referred so nice. to as.
0: That's what well, Sky alluded them to us.
1: And yeah. he's right, like they they are they they pass they pass perfectly underneath. It's just the, the, it's just the spray off the tires. is the, it's the issue, and therein is the problem. It's the spray off the tires. It's so stupid. They're so. I'm not expecting so there to be
0: no spray. That's impossible. Obviously, but yeah. I'm just, I mean, it's just don't direct it towards the, just direct it outwards. Is, is it that hard? Like,
1: surely you can manufacture a tread that can, you know, not kick it up. I don't know. It's. I know the wheels yeah. are a little bit bigger, and I guess that's, you know, I'm sure that's part of the problem. There's definitely
0: an issue with it, yeah, 100%. Um, but they've known they were going to be bigger for a while. So why, yeah, why are exactly. we still here?
1: Like, this is the pinnacle of, you know, you're supposed to be providing, you're supposed to be the pinnacle tyre provider for the pinnacle of motorsport.
0: You know? Uh, I don't know. Not true. Actually, the pinnacle of motorsport is Richard Touring Cars, but that's <laughs> The general response, though, for po- just
1: moving into postseason testing at Abu Dhabi, the general response was that the the ties are a little better for twenty twenty three. This compound that they were developing, um, mm-hmm. again, we know yeah. it's it's this completely the new C one, which is again just brilliant. You know, just, ugh. like, Yay. you know, could we use the C one regularly? Oh. Uh, so stupid. Anyways, let's move on to the uh, postseason testing. Actually, with not Pirelli. Uh, obviously, we got it was good. Great to see people in their new teams. Obviously, we saw Alonso in his unmarked, uh, unsponsored uh, Aston Martin. We saw uh Pierre Gasly in his Alpine. Nick De Vries in his AlphaTauri. uh Oscar Piastri, of course, in his McLaren. And oh, we got to see Hulkenberg back in the uh, back in the. Or, sorry, in the house, oh, not back in the house, in the house. And
0: uh-huh. uh, who else? Am I seeing anyone else? No, none of the new. Oh, Sergeants, of, of course, yes. Yeah, and then it was just like spent in the Ferrari. Yes, the young driver test that happens as well. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, the timing does not matter at all in these postseason tests because you don't know what the run plan is, what it the is fuel is, and of course the tires are shit, as we've talked about. But. Uh, well, any takeaways for you? Uh, on anything? Like, did did was, did you think any color was any was weird on anyone, or what? What did you? What was your what was your take from the F one running at uh, at Abu
0: Dhabi? I don't like Alonso in green. It's gonna be weird.
1: It is gonna be. That is going to be a weird one. I do agree And that. I think I thought the same when it happened as well.
0: It does does not look right. Now, he's, he's he's blue or red for me. That's it.
1: Yeah. Now it's not the first time Alonso has been in green. It's not the first time because he had a test back for Jaguar in 2003 under similar circumstances, uh, where huh. it was a unmarked car, are like, or the Jaguar ran very little decal. So, uh, not the first time Alonso has been has been in green.
0: Yeah, please be the last.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it, it is going to be a strange one for sure. Like yeah, it's going to be weird next year seeing him in the green overall. Uh, my my main takeaway is nothing to do on the tr- well actually I have two weird ones. Uh I've got one weird one and one normal one. Uh the normal one is that um Opmar Safnar believes that Gasly is faster than for for Piastri than Piastri for twenty twenty three, that they're actually better
0: off this way. Um That might be the case in the first half of the season. Whilst Oscar is getting used to having to not race for a year. Idiot.
1: Or and then- you know, you're you're just salty still that your first your Actually, That's your so second salty. choice, <clears throat> your second choice, spurned you, and you had to go somewhere else. Mm. Um, but
0: yeah. yeah, I'm not expecting Oscar to be on it for at least the first four races.
1: Well, you say that, mm. but McLaren are playing multiple tests for yeah. uh, for him that uh, that they they say that they when he gets to Bahrain that he won't be a rookie. Essentially, it is what or you know or you're driving the car for the first time. Basically, what they were trying to get at.
0: Yeah, which they thought that was going to be basically the whole idea and the fact that they've been able to run him in this test has been a complete shock to them and bumped up their whole calendar by, what, two mm. or three months.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think he is doing some extra 21 running at some stage as well. Good. 21 car running as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is Nick DeVries, who, if you remember, if you remember the Alpine thing back earlier? He's still mm-hmm. he's, he's still getting a run, apparently, in that Alpine. What? in uh, in, in an Alpine, I believe, yeah. I believe, it's a, I believe it's a twenty-two Alpine as well. What? I, I, that was what Scott Mitchell Malm said as well uh, from the race. Why? I don't know. There must have been some. It must have been an agreement. Uh, I'm guessing uh some it has to be part of the ghastly thing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's 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 weird. Which will take his
1: uh, twenty-two running to a Mercedes, an Aston Martin, a uh, obviously an Tauri, a Williams. And an he's
0: basically he's driven everything except a McLaren
1: and all, all the Ferrari-powered cars. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, which is which is wild uh, to say the least. So
0: it'd be, a, it'd be a nice little Christmas gift that you, gotta, you take your pick. Which one's the best? <laughs> I wonder which one. Uh, the other weird thing is that Nick I Davies. I don't. I.
1: I. I. Again, I was listening to on the, the racist podcast and from Ed Straw uh, I think if Mark Hughes was there as well and I think Scott Mitchell Mam, who were there at the Abu Dhabi test. Uh, apparently Nick De Vries isn't actually allowed to talk to the media. Mercedes what? haven't released him to talk to the media. What? As part of his oh. like we know uh, we could be, like it's weird, like Alonso obviously was allowed to, you know, like he's they didn't run decals or stickers on his car because obviously he's he's you know, he's still part of Alpine until the thirty first of December. Um so he's still, you know, he's basically, he's basically alone, essentially. Uh, Gasly was allowed to, you know, allowed to, was let go, of course, to do that. So he had all of the, he had the sponsors on his car. But apparently Nick DeVries wasn't allowed as part as par of the, uh, as part of, Merce- you know, because he's still part of Mercedes, to talk to the media after testing.
0: Oh, dear.
1: Isn't that wild? That's a bit
0: bizarre. Isn't that the most but Mercedes
1: to, thing in the world?
0: Yeah. A driver that we didn't really care about, but, yeah, P, not allowed to talk to the media. PR
1: okay. merchants, honestly. Um, so yeah if you, so if you did looked at the if you looked at the F1 post uh, the, 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 I think they did interviews with all the drivers who drove, drove new cars and yeah uh, De Vries not was, not, was not there so that's, that's why uh, obviously the uh, the test also marked uh, obviously Alonso and Aston Martin which of course now he's finally used a Mercedes engine in the hybrid era <laughs> there's one other driver I believe who's also driven every single engine in the hybrid era. But can you name them?
0: I was going to say Vettel, but that would be incorrect.
1: So obviously, it, uh, we're talking uh, the Renault slash Alpine engine, the Honda, oh, no. the Ferrari, yeah, no. the Mercedes, mm. and that's it. Oh. There's one yeah, drive...
0: Vettel Vettel's done three. Max has only done two. Oh, uh, don't know. I want to say Checo for some reason, but...
1: Uh, not Checo Because uh, he wouldn't have driven a Ferrari No Engine uh, Current driver on the F1 grid Hulkenberg Not Nico Hulkenberg I don't think he would have driven a Honda engine
0: No, no, he wouldn't have done
1: that It's a, it's a, it's a sneaky one now It is a sneaky one you're, you're, There's a there's not. Well, not a technicality of all He did drive all of them but He
0: drove all of them? Yeah, oh, current,
1: current F1 driver
0: I, I'm, I'm baffled here um. Not Orcon, not Max, not Lewis, not George, not Charles. No, not science.
1: Science has driven quite a few of them, but not. Yeah, he's all of them.
0: driven. He's not driven all of them. He's not they driven were, the Mercedes, Honda. I believe. I'm generally baffled. Uh, work, 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 uh, work, work. You can work your way through. Keep working your way through. Lando, obviously, no, no Lando. Um, Danny Rick no. Ocon, no. Gasly, no. Yuki, definitely, no. <laughs> Bottas? No. No, Bottas no, not driven Albon, no. He's not driven Ferrari. There's not many left. He can't be really Stroll.
1: No, not Stroll. I think you basically need every other driver except him at this stage. Oh, well, Magnussen. Kevin Magnussen.
0: When's he drove a Honda?
1: He stepped in for Fernando Alonso.
0: What? When? When Alonso was, was injured. Oh, the mysterious injury. So when we're talking
1: about Australia. Uh, he had to step in for for a race for Fernando, I think, at 2015.
0: Oh, God. I, I was going to say Madison as one of my first ones, but I know like, that's incorrect because he hasn't driven the Honda, but. Okay. Um,
1: apparently, yeah, pa- apparently that was the stat. Although I'm trying to. Of course, yeah. Obviously, yeah, obviously drove the Renault.
0: Renault. When's it? When's he driven a Mercedes-powered car? McLaren, twenty fourteen. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 Technicalities. Mm. Uh,
1: apparently, that was the stash. So yeah, obviously the Ferrari, of course, be at the Haas, and yeah. So weird, yeah. weird one. Though. It is a weird one, isn't it? Um so yeah, Alonso and the Mercedes Too bad, of course, it's at, it's, you know, it's at a time when the, the advantage is long over Yeah Well, I won't, I won't say long over, but i just say uh, just over, I oh, guess I
0: at the worst uh,
1: You had asked the question last week about uh, preseason testing for 23 It is
0: indeed three days Oh, okay Well, that's me booking three days off then huh? mm, So that's is the weekend again that's the, that's the question
1: That's why Alonso was very pleased with his call uh, called the Aston Martin test vital due to the short 2023 preseason test Okay. So that was uh that was you're correct on that. Uh any other thoughts on F one testing It's not much to say really. It's it's a nice it's a, it's really. basically a victory it's basically a victory lap afterwards for some people. Uh I can't imagine Lewis Hamilton was particularly pleased having to do more time in that in A the W thirteen and B after there was retirement in Abu Dhabi as well.
0: Yeah. I I honestly paid very little attention to the F one test in Abu Dhabi. I like very, it. Very, very I like it, but I paid very little attention to your, key details like the lap times and stuff mm. that's all, oh yeah no, no
1: point um, I pay a lot more attention to the F2 test at Abu Dhabi though a lot more attention yes. because generally nice little speaking little mm, generally speaking this shapes I would say
0: 85% of the grid for next year do you want me to run through it because I have, I have I, most of the teams I we'll have, do the top team shall we I I have
1: yeah I've got, I've got all, there's a, I have the list of the testing on the F2 official site I've got, all, I've got
0: I've got everyone here so do I
1: uh no. So, obviously, so in, in the test for Abu Dhabi, you've got Frederick Vesti and Oliver Behrman and the Prima. Of course, we know now it looks a lot of these aren't confirmed for their, their seats, or we know they're going to be confirmed. It's like those two are, though, those two absolutely are confirmed indeed. Uh, Jack Doohan and Amori Cordiel in how? the Virtuosi. Don't ask me how. Uh, I was shocked. That was that was a shock for me now. We I must will both. say
0: one was like, we were both just like how is he how is he shammed his way into that you know
1: Marino Sato was that uh, was a surprise in Virtuosi last last year as well but this was a uh, yes this They're was
0: good team I don't know why they keep doing it <laughs> uh, uh,
1: none of those are confirmed but we have we have to assume it do and will be
0: yeah yeah hundred uh, percent
1: Enzo Viscapaldi and Zane Maloney in the Carlin
0: now that one I could definitely see him for Enzo being the Red Bull link. Sort of with sort of he always been there really. So mm. that one makes perfect sense. Maloney, interesting, he's not a Trident, but yeah, well,
1: we knew he was going to be a Trident. He already, he have, he's already He's already yeah. confirmed that. Uh, do, do you know apparently that? Like, I saw this article on the race. Do you know Enzo Fishpall? They had like, a, like, a, like a, a little procedure like on his brain before the start of the yeah,
0: season. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that. I had no brain idea. Hemorrhage was it or something like that? I No, yeah. it was crazy. I didn't. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. Um, I like those cards For both those guys Especially Paldi. And big big year of co- him For of course being With the Red Bull programme That's probably You know that's a big reason Probably why he's In that card But that's a, that's a big one
0: mm.
1: And I like it for Maloney too Who obviously ended The F3 season With three consecutive feature race victories So definitely coming in On a high
0: That's a very interesting team Yeah very interesting I like
1: team. it I like it a lot uh, High tech Isaac Isaac Hadjar And Jack Crawford Both making the step up From F3 uh, Hadjar of course With 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 uh, high tech In F3 Crawford w- w- was with Prema so um, I, I alluded like,
0: to this last week as well. By the way, mm, you I, did. I've done it with
1: this. Do you have actually? Yeah, maybe you should. You, you should. Uh, I can run through this grid as well. You, you, you can. Uh, you can. You should find your predictions for uh, your F two predictions if you can find them. If you remember your F two grid predictions earlier in the year, I uh, will try. And um, I like that team a lot. had Jan Crawford. It's they're going to be two rookies. Going to be they're going to be raw in places, but. I I really like that lineup. I have to say, Hajjaj is going to be they're going to be good. Yes, uh, he's
0: going to be very good in part
1: So is Art. I believe they've got Martins and Chair. Uh going to be fun why? to watch those too. Which mean why? It's only year. That was year three for Port Chair, but
0: it is. But I just don't I just don't understand. What, what what don't you understand? Why is he still there?
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, well, why is Jack do in there? I guess it's the same reason.
0: Yeah but that's year 2
1: I still th- I, uh, I, too, I I, too, I, like, I, still don't think Jack Doon needs a second season F2 I think we've seen enough
0: Yeah so do I so You know <laughs> I. I cannot find my predictions This is annoying me My note has been deleted For some reason Thank you I-
1: I'm I- sure you've got some Off the top of your head That you remembered Yeah, you've, yeah. There's one you absolutely nailed I think uh, MP MoSport Dennis Hauger And JN Deruvula Just when you thought You'd seen the last Of Jalen Deruvula He's still here
0: somehow I don't understand I, I, I think this will be on his own bat though I don't think this will be it's regretful. got to
1: be it's got to be off his own off his own ball surely or his sponsor like I'm, I'm sure he's got uh, a bunch of sponsors uh, from where he's from where he's from so I, I yeah. have to imagine that's part of it as well um, Hauger
0: is confirmed by the way as well Hauger
1: is confirmed indeed 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 uh, Campos have both confirmed their drivers actually, as well. Bochang, obviously, returning. Uh, oh, yeah, he in had an injury, in, uh, injury-disrupted season. And then uh, Miney making the surprise step up from F3. Now, well, sorry. Yeah. So, no, he's confirmed. You're right, actually, yeah. Sorry, he's yeah, making a he step up. Confirmed. Now, Miney was one of those where he had a few flashes of potential uh, pace close to the front, but never really did much with it, or was any consistent with it. The same could have been exactly said of Owasa last year as well. Although o- Owasa's high peak in F three was a bit higher, given that he was competing for the victory at uh, the French Grand Prix was Owasa. Now, Manny was had some moments at the front as well. So, well, yeah, little surprise, little surprise, little surprise there. I must long, say. But
0: it's, it's better than some of the other ones. Yeah,
1: it's it's yeah, it's it's grand. Uh, this is a very interesting lineup for Dams. Yeah, Iwasa mm. returning, of course, but to partner along with Arthur Leclerc,
0: who is was confirmed, and I predicted. You
1: did predict that. Yes. Very good. Yes. Very impressive. Uh, Leclerc, yeah. Look, Leclerc's a tough one because if we we're if he if he actually qualified, we'd be talking about Leclerc as an F three champion. I would say more than likely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Instead of qualifying P twenty of race, he'd. he'd he has the pace at the front we've seen him time and time again he's just too busy doing comeback drives and overtaking 20 cars
1: yeah which he's been great he's been great at doing some of that but like the fact that the he's in that watch. position yeah the fact that he's in that position in the first place though is what the concern is so maybe he like you know he kind of stalled a little bit in this second season in F2 or F3 so maybe a step to F2 will do him good like his like it did with his teammate last year with or this year with Iwasa so
0: we'll yeah, see the environment
1: as well uh, but not, I'm interested, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the uh, Hauger and Leclerc go out again, though. Yes, yes. From F3. Uh, so, yeah, interesting one, very interesting one to, to see with Leclerc as well uh, with that. Uh, Trident, Rowan Stanek and Clement Novelak Novelak is confirmed. Uh, I'm not sure about Stanek, but I have to imagine he is. Of course, Stanek raced for Trident in F3 as well. So.
0: Yeah, but I also predicted him to make the jump up to Trident in mm-hmm. F2. Uh,
1: last two teams then. Uh, Roy Nissany for Charouz, uh, testing, oh. uh, about the right place I would say for Nassani. and I, I, well, sorry, the right place for, is for, is off the grid, but if he's if he has to have a seat, then I yeah Charouz fine. If
0: this is Williams backed <laughs> I'm sorry. Why is he being given? Make a, a wish, man. He's, make a wish back in the. <sighs> make a wish, driver. We have Jamie going over to fucking Lies, and then we've got this. Absolute
1: lunatic <laughs> still on the grid. Uh, he's gonna be jo- in the test. He was joined by Brad Benavides, which was a surprise. I think he scored two or three points. Can't remember which one with him and Villa Gomez scored two or three, but did not score a lot three. of points. Uh did Brad Benavides, uh, so yeah, somewhat of a surprise. And uh, for in the sharoos, and last for Van Amersforce, uh, I love this, I absolutely love it. Richard, for sure in the Van Amersfoort, I love that, absolutely love it. We mm-hmm. saw some of Vashore's Vich- potential in the, in the Trident, and we've seen some good drives from Vashore. We've also seen good potential from the Van Amersfoort outfit, with drivers who I think are far worse than uh, than Vashore. And I put you the know, obviously one being Cordille and, uh Hughes to an extent yeah, well yeah the end of the season had kind of picked up a little bit. Uh j q has a good result early on, uh but I would view the sure as better than, than him. So I love it. Absolutely love it. I think that I think that I think he's gonna be fun to watch next year. I, I, I really, really like that Van Amersfoort
0: outfit. I don't know why it is. I would it would be a more interesting lineup if Colapinto mm-hmm. is in there. I do yes. like Colapinto a lot. Yeah. Uh, that sort of rookie like edge for him and then Mature head of the that would be a very nice lineup, yeah. But I think Color needs that second year in f in F3.
1: Yeah, instead of uh, Villa Gomez lined up in the test here with uh,
0: sure, bizarre that he was in there because he did absolutely nothing very to little thing. in F3. Very little, <laughs>
1: uh, I guess. With I know we're seeing it with uh, Malone or not, Malone, uh, yeah, Maloney and Hadjar, but I guess maybe they didn't want to. For someone who didn't get on as well as those guys in F3, I guess they didn't want to do the back-to-back promotion from former Regional European alpine to F3 and then it's straight from F3 to F2 with um, yeah, Colapinto. So I get it. I, I do. Speaking of, though, he's going to be one of the higher returning drivers to the F3 grid because the top seven, I believe, are all going up from the F3, yeah. which is great. That's fantastic. Um, this is not the final grid. I know we're treating it like it is, and I think for the most part it will be. Uh yeah.
0: One or two to drop off that, I reckon. You know, not many.
1: maybe Villa Gomez, maybe Benavidez might drop, but I assume Cordiel. I don't know, maybe, who knows, maybe not. But the rest of those are predominantly backed by F1 teams, I would say, for the most part. And I, I look at that grid, and I think there's a few drivers that are, I think, meh. I really like that grid.
0: There is 15 drivers there that I really like. and then there's some that i'm like "Eh, okay fair enough yeah which is like you're gonna get that that in every grid you know what i mean like you're gonna
1: get like i care nothing for Nassani, benavides really and villa gomez as much as say miney too yeah yeah cordial yeah but everyone else is like i love
0: it i'm full on full on confidence that the 15 there could fight for the race when each each weekend yeah there is no question in my mind like Everything we've seen from all of those guys, when we've we've watched
1: them all in F three and in F two, when sort of some of the returning ones to F two, we've all seen these guys fight for victories and podiums. Essentially, like I've seen sure do it, I've seen Stalik do it, Novak, Iwasa, Leclerc, uh, Derouve. Uh, sorry, different different example. Hauger, Martins, Hajjar, Maloney, uh, Behrman, Vesty. Like you know, all these guys I've seen compete either for titles or for victories and podiums. It's the clear out the F2 grid needed.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, the, if you'd got rid of deruval and Nassani, it would have been perfect.
1: Yeah, I, re- I really think I, so. I
0: really think so. Cordillo, I saw take it with a pinch of salt. It was his first year. Wasn't with the best of teams. He wasn't great anyway. But sometimes the talent is there and it can be... Yeah, show flashes. Wrong yeah.
1: Definitely. It, so I'm interested to see him in that. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm interested to see him in
0: that. Uh, As uh, I guess, like, well, I'd call it a good team. Like, there's a midfield plus team. Is yeah, what I want to call them. Not always at the front, where they can be virtuoso. You know, I mean,
1: they. I think they. I think they're a front-running team.
0: They're, they're the top four. They're in rotation, aren't they? There's sort of some races are they're there, some races they're not. But yeah, they regardless, whoever comes out and wins this title, Jesus Christ, you've got some pedigree behind you. Oh yeah. There's there's some good drivers on that grid.
1: And there's some good drivers that aren't backed by F1 teams as well. Like I look at Stanek and I look at Maloney. Like, uh, Stanick
0: Maloney for sure. For
1: yeah. Three. Uh someone do it, man. Snap up, Zay Maloney. You've had a great chance. Just do it. The boy from Barbados is
0: some great PR though.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be a great line to the season, definitely. Um, I'm super excited looking at that grid. I really am. I know one or two names may change, but for the most part, we like we like. Come on, like, we know poor chair Martin's gonna be at ART. We know Dewan's gonna be at Virtuos. We know, uh, you know, Fishpan's gonna be at Carlin. We know, obviously, no haggards, gonna be at MP. And so, like most of these, I don't think will change. But
0: oh, what a this grid? It's the lower teams that will change, I think, rather than the bigger teams. The Bigger yeah. teams know they do this and get it right, spot on, first time. Yeah. So regardless this championship has got a lot of potential but no doubt it will flop (laughs) i'm sure it will i'm sure f2 always lets me down yeah but after 2020 i said this a few weeks ago I i refer everything back to that 2020 championship and it's never been as good but hopefully this one with the actual refresh of the grid it's it's going in the right direction
1: yeah, should be should be fun. I'm I'm super excited because I again those most of those guys were like so fun to watch in F3 and obviously there was like the likes of Doom were great to watch in F2 this season as well. We kind of warmed up to him as well.
0: And then there's drivers like Hauga and Vesti who've got a point to prove. Absolutely, Hauga Haug needs a bounce back season. Vesti needs to show Mercedes that he's the next thing before people like Paul Aaron and. Um, Kimmy Antonelli start coming through yeah because they're, they're next on Mercedes list
1: yeah Paul Aaron's already in F3 with uh, Prem I believe
0: yeah and Kimmy Ant- Antonelli I believe is in Formula Regional presented by Alpine oh that's going to well, be fun next year will, will be definitely anyway mm. so yeah got to get a move on Vesti yep
1: yeah, uh, yeah if you got to deliver got to go big go home and you know, yeah, and, that's... and then
0: obviously you've got the redemption arc of Ralph Bosch who for some reason is getting year 5 but whatever He is a good fun <laughs> Fun guys to watch. I do like it, but surprise yeah. surprised this year, five. But whatever, this year has sort of been a write-off with the injuries from yeah. earlier on. But yeah. it's still strange.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Porcher's Port got of, a big year as well.
0: Yeah, this is make or break for Porcher. Obviously, we've got the interesting dynamic of basically, I would say, there's a there's an C, Alpha seat for grabs. Mm-hmm. So whichever one of the Red Bull boys, if they're in the title fight, We'll probably end up getting it unless Sonoda starts winning races.
1: Or it just puts together a lot, lot better of a season.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I don't think they'll keep him for a fourth year. That would be very strange. Mm. Or we'll just see Mick Schumacher get ousted with you know, two. Yeah, and one of them wasn't even a year, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> just, right. just sort of drive. Speaking of did Ferrari, did, uh, did the job. There, is, there is a
1: graph on the races Twitter that going through the top 10 results from the 2022 season. How many? How many double podiums do you think Ferrari had this year?
0: Well, Leclerc didn't get on a podium for like seven races in a row, so like four. Obviously, you have got Bahrain. Yeah, Bahrain. I don't two. Put in after that. Uh, they had one at Saudi. Yeah, Monaco was a no because that was a double Red Bull. Mm, they won at Miami. Spain no. Baku no. So Austria, yeah.
1: no. Yeah, after Miami, it gets dry. Yeah, uh, they didn't it's do. They great. didn't do another double podium from Miami until Singapore, and that was their last one. <laughs>
0: oh dear! Uh, there is no reason why we can't win every race in the last ten races. What? A, what a great! Question. A lot of
1: Mercedes podiums came after Baku. Yeah, or Baku onwards.
0: Yeah, good one, Ferrari. Good
1: one. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Official confirmation, by the way, that Mercedes and Aston Martin tech innovations are banned. Officially banned now. The uh, the front wing for the Mercedes and the rear wing for Aston Martin. Good. Just confirmation of that. Of course, we we talked we talked about that plenty this year as well. Um, I had one. I had one trivia thing for you. I, mean, I had one more trivia thing for you. Okay. Um, with Kevin Magnussen getting pole position. It means every, every, uh, every team on the grid has an F1 pole position. How many can you name? Of how many team? How many drivers? How many? How many teams can you name? The first driver who took pole position for that team, and there, there are some. The stipulations is that, um, you know, like Red Bull, for example, you can have two answers as their own team now, and when they were. A former iteration of themselves so for example uh stewart or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah or jordan or like jordan I, I for just,
0: aston martin i will just do it for the ones that are most that are still there yeah you know I mean? you're
1: you're like you can, there's some you can guess i'll, I'll give you the, the the prompt um and you can the, go the from there
0: this one that speaks out is Toro torosso yeah so
1: Alpha tari is Toro Rosso, uh sebastian vettel yeah um, um red bull brand so that's the current Red Bull as it is as a brand right now. So you're referring to Sauber? No, uh 2005 onwards.
0: Okay. So that would have been I want to say that's Vettel. Yeah, that's okay. also Vettel. Keen, do you remember the track in year? Not mm. not important, but you should you should remember it. I should remember it, but I probably don't, but I want to say Silverstone. I don't know why. Uh their
1: they their their first their first first came in came together. So their first win came the same weekend as their first pole position.
0: I can pay to the video. Oh, God.
1: You know it. You definitely know it.
0: China?
1: China, yes. Correct. Yes. Now, Um, Red Bull as Stewart. I've got no clue. The year is 1999. I'll give you that one as well. Yeah. My my knowledge beyond that for pole positions has gone out the window. Okay. I I got this one right. I got this one right. I did this. this, 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 Sorry. The. As so I could speak English, if I could speak English, I'm getting this from. There's a quiz on therace.com dot com. Rather than box quiz, yeah, know. which I love. Yep. Uh, I got okay. this one right. This is Rubens Barrichello for for Stewart in nineteen ninety nine. I was
0: gonna, I was gonna say Barrichello is the only sort of name I can really name mm. for Stewart.
1: Uh, Johnny Herbert would be would be the other name I remember. He's, he's, he's relevant.
0: No one. Likes him, <laughs> uh, now Ferrari. Oh God! I
1: didn't get this one. i i yeah, don't, you you no You won't either. Fifties, Yeah, because it's nineteen fifty one. You'll never get it. Um Jose Froilan Gonzalez. Yeah, no, no no clue. Okay. <laughs> uh Mercedes as a brand, and you're going back so to the fifties. Yeah, you, you will know you oh, will know this driver. Fangio. Fangio, yes. Um now Mercedes as um Matra slash Tyrrell. Oh god. Nineteen sixty nine. Most famous Tyrrell, dri- Tyrrell, Tyrrell, Tyrrell driver. Oh jeez! You do. You definitely know him. Former F one world champion. You see him about the paddock. He's a delightful man.
0: Oh. Oh, what's his name?
1: You know him. He has a very certain style.
0: I I don't know. I don't know.
1: You've seen him in Heineken commercials.
0: In Heineken commercials. Yeah. Or Eric Cantona.
1: No, not Eric Cantona. Um, and not Nico Rosberg either, by Lask the Lask way.
0: Kronenberg. Um, I don't know. A, a
1: wee man, you might say, oh, Jackie, Stewart. Jackie Stewart. Um, McLaren, I I didn't get this one either for McLaren, 1972. Oh, well, it was obviously not anyone I'm going to know, then. No, you're no, um, Peter Revson. Great, great name, great name, Revson. Yeah. Uh, Alpine is Tolman Good luck getting this one as well You're not going to get it 1985 yeah, T.O. Fabi Yeah No chance Now this one I did get Alfa Romeo as a brand So you're going back to 1950 for this one I did okay. get this one No idea Nino Farina I did get that one I Was The very... name rings a
0: bell Yeah The name does ring
1: a bell I was like Is it Marina Or is it My God, Nino Farina uh, 1950 Yeah I was very impressed with myself uh, Alfa Romeo as BMW Cyber. You should get this one. Robert Kubica. Yep. Kubica, oh. 2008. Mm. Aston, uh, yep, Canada indeed. Aston Martin as Jordan. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know about it. I, I actually don't know for certain if it was Canada. <laughs> um, I don't know. I initially thought their first poll was, I thought they stole the race in uh, 08. I thought their first poll actually was 09. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But no, it is 2008. Uh, Aston Martin as Jordan.
0: Jordan. Ooh. Mm.
1: This was, I didn't, I actually didn't get this one. 1994. Yeah, I'm not going to get that. You, you, We've said his name already. Barrichello? Yes. I'd
0: forgotten. I was like, who
1: on earth drove for Jordan 94?
0: Yeah, I wanted to say Barrichello. Yeah. Barrich- for some reason, Brazil was sticking in my head with Jordan. don't know why. Obviously yeah. Because of the win, but
1: yeah also where would you have gotten i wonder where you like like you've got the williams and the and benetton like uh, surprising mm. uh last three uh, actually you've got two we oh, you've got two of them already Haas, of course kevin magnuson uh afatari is to Rosso vettel last one williams Ooh, this, this one's not this him. this one's not too bad you should the time frame should help you 1979 so think about before their breakthrough for a title
0: before their breakthrough. Before their their, their first so their not, first
1: title was 1980.
0: Was Mansell there then? I don't know. the The
1: driver who did it, who won their first title, also got their first pole position.
0: Oh, Mr. Controversy. No, not not no not um, not PK. Not PK. I don't know who won their first
1: title. You don't remember 1980? No. Uh, Alan Jones.
0: I see. Uh, yes, name ring a bell? It, oh yeah, it, it rings a bell. I just didn't realise it for Williams. Um, so yeah, that that's
1: all those. Uh, I got nine out of thirteen for sixty nine percent. Of course, you got sixty nine percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Barrichello is one I, re- I didn't. I wish I'd gotten. But the other ones, like Gonzalez for Ferrari, um, and McLaren and Torman one for Alpine. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I wasn't getting that, Farina is the one I was I was proud of to get. <laughs> yeah like all like basically anyone anyone of those like you're talking about the 50s basically you're, you're like, like what three names right is it Ascari no is it Fangio no or, or yes in, in Mercedes case after that it's like ah like what yeah. what, what are the 50s like,
0: Fangio is sort of my limit I'm just like okay, yeah that,
1: I don't know like Fangio and Ascari are my limit on 50s like do you remember any other 1950s drivers after uh, Fangio and Ascari uh, Hawthorne oh you're probably
0: right I
1: want these 50s or 60s. I'm sure 30s squeeze into the 50s as well. Yeah. So there's a few, yeah. I guess, when you think about it. There's but... a
0: couple, but nothing insane.
1: <laughs> yeah. If if you've got a quiz and you, it's 1950, it's not Ascari or, or one of those. Or then, like, it's like,
0: oh, dear. You're... Yeah, you've
1: got no chance. The, the ones in the, the 70s is the one I like. If it's not, like, Hunt or Louder or, oh, gosh, who else? Oh or uh Schechter was nineteen seventy yeah Schechter was late seventies to be fair very late seventies uh you're talking like Jochen Rint, like nineteen seventy. Uh who else? Uh, Jackie Stewart, I guess, would have crossed over. Jack Brabham was more sixties? Yeah. Um here as a as a final uh, as final trivia for this podcast. We'll, we'll end the podcast on this. Um I'm gonna look up the nineteen seventies F1 champions. Uh, oh, just just to see uh, where I was trying to think. I'm gonna know none of these.
0: You'll know we've definitely met like I'll know the names, but I won't know which year they got it in.
1: Yeah. Uh well I know Jochen Rind is nineteen seventy. Yeah. Uh obviously Hunt uh Hunt is seventy six or was it seventy four? I want to say seventy four.
0: Uh no, obviously I'm six. No, names. it's six. Louder is the latter.
1: Yeah, Louder was seven. Yeah, Louder was or is somewhere in there as well. Okay, have them in front of me. Uh, so Jochen Rint, of course, was obviously the first uh, and the only. Uh, oh, there's a name for it. Uh, what's the word? Post posthumously. Post. I don't know. I that's, I've always had trouble with that word. But he won it after he after he was uh, after he was after he passed away. Of course, uh, Jackie Stewart, seventy-one. Okay. Um oh big oh we missed a big one. We missed a big one. Emerson Paldi, 71 and uh, seventy two and seventy-four. Okay. Uh Stewart 173, Lauda 175 and 77, Hunt 176, Schechter 179, 1978. This guy was in the news recently. Uh not 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 PK. Um American. Andretti. Mario Andretti.
0: I was gonna say, Andres has got to be in that region.
1: Hmm. It gets so much easier in the '80s because, like, it's like, okay, well, we know PK13, we know Rossberg182. Uh, I can never remember which of the uh, PROS titles took place and when. Yeah, um, I, like,
0: all goes, all goes, all my title knowledge goes out of the window after 2000, before 2000. <laughs> yeah,
1: and obviously, like Senna obviously has uh, has a few in here as well. And the '90s is '90s is pretty easy, I always find as well.
0: Unless your name Sebastian Vettel, then you've got no chance. <laughs>
1: yeah, true. That's what. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a good one. That's a, that's always a. That's, yeah, I love it. That's a good. Uh, that's a good video. That. By the way, great time of the year for the F one content. Uh, I can't wait for the Secret Santa video. I love, I love F one Secret Santa video. They recently did the. Uh, they went back over the week of the uh, their predictions. They wrote down at the start of the year.
0: <laughs> that still still flashes back to Kimi Räikkönen retiring, going to retire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love how he knew. So like i do like the batch uh the the batch recording they do at their christmas it's fun yeah yeah they always a good time the secret santa video i, I always find great um i think I remember, I remember i think it was 2016 or 17 i think hamilton got massa slippers because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's an old man uh i don't know stuff like that i find uh i find funny so i look forward to that anyways uh anything else you'd like to add uh random or otherwise before we wrap up today
0: I tried chatting up a girl on on a Hinge. <laughs> she had she had a picture with Richard Versace, and I did the typical me line, Graham, of "I'm sure." I, instead of saying "I'm sure," I put "I'm sure That's Richard Versace. Didn't get a response.
1: Oh no, you squ- oh you squandered it. <laughs> I, I sent need, a rose as well. You need which a which much you need a much better line than that. You needed like I, no, I didn't you I did definitely here. no absolutely if if you had an you,
0: female that you, should have been enough you
1: had <laughs> the right pun you just didn't use it you like you, you shouldn't you should i think you should you probably should i think you should have, i would have gone with um i'm for sure i'm going to see you for coffee this week it, that to me
0: isn't fun I, uh, um,
1: oh but like you i'm for sure that's richard for sure oh you you've you've got more game than that. I don't. I really. You don't. definitely.
0: That, was, like, that, that took me like five minutes to no, think. No,
1: uh, <laughs> I that took, that took me five seconds. I...
0: Yeah, but you're you're Mr. Dating Crow. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you'll know
1: for next time. But I I did I did appreciate that's well, where you went with it.
0: Yeah, I was like. Firstly, I had to work out if it actually was Richard for sure. Secondly, <laughs> realise it was. It's one of those like I'm ninety percent sure
1: that that is who I think it is, but I have to make well, sure it
0: wasn't the clearest of pictures. It wasn't like she was stood in the sunlight with him. She was like stood in the shadows, and, like, Oh, the it was a picture
1: with, with him. him. Yes.
0: oh I thought it was just a picture of him. What on earth, Hinge, bro, <laughs> Yeah. Why... A picture of Richard for sure. Yeah. Why not, man? It was, it's better than then people have got the pictures of food, and I'm just like, okay, why? Why are all your pictures food and none of them of you? <laughs> the, wor- uh, the, wor- uh, I the worst one is when, like, they- all their pictures are like group
1: pictures. And it's like, which
0: um, which one are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not one of them people. Uh, uh, for gr- yeah, I don't. Neither
1: am I. Like, I, 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 very rarely have group pictures, so it's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't do pictures, so uh, it's, it's a good I thing you're on. It's a good thing you're on dating apps, them when. <laughs> You know, you need to the
0: and the thing your Graham, she was the the app said that we were most compatible as well. So, if that if she does come back, I'll be very happy. But I <laughs> doubt she will. Oh. I've already put her off for life. <laughs>
1: oh dear, well, that's not, not a bummer. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to
0: this week's edition of the Switch Formula One podcast. I've been Graham, I've been how the hell have we got an hour and a half plus out of this?
1: Yeah, shy talk, McGee and uh, we shall see you next time.